1: let's go what's up everybody welcome to binge town tv today we are here for survivor season 45 episode 8 titled following a dead horse to water and i had to rewrite that title 500 times i kept being like following a horse to dead water following water (laughs) like i just couldn't get it fucking right okay and you are not going to hear julia's voice she is on a work trip but today we've by the presence of Matt Kelly, a big time podcaster of Geekscape fame and my favorite episode fame and all 400 of his podcast fame. Uh, I'm so excited to have him. He is fresh on the Survivor watch. So you can give us your little background on Survivor, but he is the reality TV show king. Oh, I don't think
0: that's fair. I don't think that's fair at all, but I'll take it.
1: (laughs) You watch every you watch every reality TV show.
0: I don't. I watch the Netflix ones and then like Survivor and Traders. But uh, I'll accept it. Are you going to do Traders? Should we do a Traders Town season?
1: We're definitely doing a Traders town <laughs> season. Yes. Um. Jewel. is currently catching up on season one, so it can be like you know
0: perfect. Yeah. The
1: Trader season two cast looks fucking incredible. And for all the Survivor people out there, we've got Parvati and Sandra on season two, um, which is going to be fire absolute fire yeah.
0: So for me I had no clue what Survivor was. Like I was aware of Survivor, but like when it first came out I was like so is someone just trying to do like Lost as a game show? Right. Like kind of the way that like you know we're right around the time where I think I think Netflix is like Squid Games the game show is like coming out very very soon. Like, I thought that it was the same vibe, like, oh, Lost is really popular. Now there's this game show that's inspired by Lost. Sure. And that might not even work out in the timeline. Like, Survivor may have come out like a year or two before Lost, but that's just like how it sat in my brain. And then my brother Brian got really into Survivor, and he would talk about it all the time. Whenever we do a What Are We Watching on Horror Movie Night, he would just be like, me and Jade are still watching Survivor. It's great. Like, And they watched every single season. Like, during the pandemic, they just started at season one and watched every single season and it was this time last year he was home for thanksgiving and was like well i've got to watch survivor guys i'm sorry and he like took over the tv and i remember distinctly watching it thinking this is stupid but everybody wanted to vote owen out and i'm like why would you want to vote owen out he seems like he's really good at this yeah um and and then i was like well now i've got to finish the season we won't spoil newer seasons but like i feel like infamously one of the worst winners in Survivor history that season. like 43, yeah. Yeah, awful. Mm -hmm. But I was hooked. So 44, I watched every episode live. I actually have built a weird Wednesday night Survivor ritual, which is that I live directly behind an Applebee's and I go and get the honey pepper chicken over four (laughs) cheese mac and cheese every Wednesday night right at like 755 sit down and just start eating it while watching Survivor, because nothing like eating a very heavy meal while watching people starve in the desert. Yep.
1: (laughs) It's a privilege. It really is.
0: It's truly great. And this season, I don't want to spoil where we're going with this particular episode. Yeah. But I will say that a lot of the wind has been pulled out of my sails after this tribal.
1: Yeah. Kelly was (laughs) Matt's winner pick. And... Honestly, we had been talking episode by episode, and he was such a Kelly girl, and I was becoming such a Kelly girl as well. I agree. So tough. You had me convinced Kelly was winning the whole season, and I was I really so happy with that. I was I, really happy with that.
0: Yeah. Like, I I just, I'm looking at the list of all of the people who are left, Yeah, and I don't know what it is. Maybe it is because I was just, like, such a diehard Kelly girl out the gate, but, like, I'm trying to figure out who I'd be happy seeing when of who's left. And it's a small, it's like, it's more just like two or three people will be like, yeah, I'm fine with that. You know what I mean? Like Kelly, would just had such a fun personality. She was goofy. She was skilled. Like I've really felt like she captured all the things that you want to look for in a survivor where she was like good at the social game. She was good at the physical challenges. She was good at like, being a mediator for stuff. Mm -hmm. She was like a leader, but in a subtle way where like, it wasn't like Caleb where it was so overwhelming. Like I am the leader of this tribe. Like she just captured all those things that would have worked. And I don't think that there was any chance that if she made it to tribe that the, the tribe wouldn't have voted for her of the three people who remained.
1: Yeah. And final tribal. Yeah, I agree. Let's talk about some of the strategy because the Kelly vote came out of nowhere for me. I know that drew had thrown out her name but even that specifically i was like wait what and kelly was acting nervous around camp i think the edit obviously left things out on purpose to show that like oh they're voting kelly and you're all gonna get blindsided austin says she's really dangerous everyone wants to work with her but i i feel like i disagree in that really this this episode was set up as there could be two Alliance is moving forward. So it was either going to be old Reba versus old Bello, And then Emily is now in the kind of old Reba tribe because yeah. she has aligned herself there. And then there was the 6-4 girls-to-boys girls alliance, boys. Yeah. which the Reba girls just absolutely said, fuck that, and just like crushed my dreams. But like Kendra and Kelly actually feel like they were always at the bottom. Like Kelly didn't feel like she had any numbers At all. She needed the Girl Alliance to work to have the numbers. Old Bellow is now just like full bottom. I I would be surprised if it wasn't just like old Reba and Emily top five. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I I, so it was interesting because I never rewatched the episodes, right? Like I watched them live and that's it for this particular podcast. I was like, let me rewatch the episode before we record. So it's kind of fresh and I can write down notes because I wanted to just experience it. I don't want to be sitting there sketching down notes while watching it live. Um, And I'm curious if you caught this when you did the rewatch, but a lot of the first three minutes of this episode really start to draw like watching those first three minutes, knowing how the tribal goes was interesting, right? Because you've got drew, is the first talking head, and all he's saying is, we've got to get rid of Bruce. He's like, we have to flush Bruce out. But then you've got Jake having a conversation with Bruce, and Jake saying, like, we've got to stop the dog pile. We've got to stop just picking one person and dog piling on them. Yeah. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: then Mama J has the conversation with Jake because Jake voted for her in the last tribal. And she says, I will never trust Jake again. I will not work with him. But then she's one of the people who votes Kelly instead of Jake. Yeah. That, that keeps it from being a tie.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> so. so I drew makes a great point in his pitch on Kelly. He's like, Let's get Kelly. She's strong. And this will be a blind side on her. Whereas Bruce and Jake are going to be at the bottom no matter what. Like yeah. Mama J, they kept good edits of Mama J and D because they, they seemed like they didn't want to turn from Jake. When someone writes your name down or like someone from your alliance, you take that personally and you yeah. vote Jake. Right. So I think it was probably Austin and Drew saying to Mama J and D, like, listen, we will get them next Episode. <laughs> we will get yeah. them tomorrow or the next three days or whenever the next tribal is. But for now, we should blindside Kelly. And they were right too. She was the strongest of the new Bellow for sure, sh- or the old Bellow for sure. yeah 100%. Kendra has just been like randomly in the middle. Like she's just kind of being on the wrong side of the vote no matter what. But like her name's not been thrown out once. Bruce is at the bottom. Jake, what an episode for Jake. Just like clownery. And <laughs> I
0: man, I feel like I walked away hating Jake by the end of this episode. Really? Just in a lot, and we'll get into it. It's a lot about how he acted during Tribal.
1: Yeah. That
0: really got under my it just seemed like a sore winner. Yeah. Type thing. Like it was very braggadocious as Kelly's dreams are being shattered. And like it's ho- watching it even a second time, it's hard to watch because you can tell that she is probably oh, the yeah. first person this entire season where you can see how badly she wanted this. Mm-hmm. She is like speechless. She's angry. Yep. There's that just even the sadness of her going, I don't even have my torch. Like oh, she's that made so, me so
1: sad. Like so she's sad.
0: so frazzled by it because she didn't see this coming at all and thought that she had built important connections with people. Like mm-hmm. it's, rough and jake's like over there just like smiling and going like whoa like it's, it's and i was just like yeah not the uh, time
1: definitely not the time for that huge whoa and then he goes sorry whoa and yeah but, dude <laughs> but, but okay. also Go also ahead.
0: got me angry at bruce bruce over here fucking putting in no effort no. during the find money in the woods thing not bidding on a single thing during the auction losing his vote somehow winning his first ever immunity like the one time i almost there's like the conspiracy theory nut in me that's just like did they like know what was the one thing bruce was good at and made sure that that was going to be the like immunity challenge because everyone was ready to vote bruce out and they're just like no it's too good at tv he's got to stay a little bit longer but like jake is literally like dude it's going to be me like would you give me the idol and bruce gives an answer of like well we'll see how things are going at tribe like
1: let me gauge the room like no one's talking to you dude no one let me gauge the
0: room and then like also for saying like oh i'm here to protect you kelly also not trying to protect kelly in this situation. like he is so full of it and it just oh my god i would have been so happy to see them flush that I Idol, don't. for sure
1: <laughs> i'm like just steal it from him and hide it you can't take someone else's but you can hide yeah, yeah. it so they can't present it maybe 100
0: steal his bag
1: <laughs> yeah for sure there was like a few of those moments today where we were like when when the auction came we were like kendra should have just read the note and ate it whole and then went into the woods and no, that no one would have known what they were looking for that's,
0: that's but, not kendra's game though unfortunately no, like yeah kendra's I got some t- hot takes on Kendra. I did yeah. write down every single thing that they got to auction for that I love. Same. I would love for us to break down we what must. our picks would have been.
1: <laughs> but wait, let's just keep going on this final tribal only because Julia, we we watch together every week and Julia was like, you know, something about that felt like Jake was doing it on purpose. Like his fumbling. Almost like she's like he's like a theater kid. This doesn't really feel like
0: genuine
1: oh. but but in a good way him, like he was him like
0: faking out saying my i mean a idol like that's yes. that was the moment where i'm like oh yeah that's right this guy's a lawyer he knows how to fuck with a with a right? jury
1: like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i was
0: like i hate everything about this but that is a a plus play
1: that's <laughs> that's the kind of thing a lawyer says something and and then they're like objection and they're like sustain and this and then yeah. the lawyer goes Scratch it from the record. But the jury already heard it. So it's the like, jury
0: already heard it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's I was yeah. like, that is well played. And you can see um, I did write down just like the the facial acting throughout this entire tribal is insane. From Kelly G- has such an expressive face from everybody. Mm-hmm. Like when when he says idol, she like does a double take when her name gets read for the first time. Her eyes bug out. They yeah. cut to like Kendra, who's like mouth is a gape. Like, cannot believe what's happening. And then, yeah, they cut to Jake with his big-ass smile on his face.
1: So, but... Jake was gobsmacked. Jake's mouth was open the entire time. Do you think Jake didn't actually know that Kelly was a viable option? Do you think they left Jake even out of that? They were like, you know what? Let Jake think he's going. Let him play his shot in the dark. And then we'll go for Kelly. I think because he was shocked. I don't think that was I, like... Well, I
0: think that he was going home. And yeah. I do think that he was going home. And it is a bummer in the sense of like, I think they really believe that he had an idol or that Bruce was going to give him yeah. an idol. And I think that's the only reason why they even shifted off of the plan. I know that you and Julie have been way more team Jake than I have been this entire. Yeah. Well, she just has uh, Jake
1: isn't
0: Jake has annoyed me from day one. I'm like this, this dude has no business still being on this island.
1: I think the bit, Oh, speaking of that, when Kelly's like, Bruce doesn't even know how absurd it is that he's still here in the episode yeah. that she gets voted off is like so sad. But the whole Jake bit between Julia and I is really like he's such a goofball and like his accent's so crazy. And then w- the bit of us being like, it's kind of hot is like turned yeah. into like its own thing. It like took on a uh, like a personality of itself. And I think we just like laugh like at her surprise party. I put like Jake pictures in a heart <laughs> for her. Like it's just like I don't know if we're serious or not, but like we just keep going because it's hilarious.
0: You know, the other thing that's a bummer, though, is some of the people earlier I was saying, like, there's people who I would love to see win. Yeah, um, or not love to see win, but I'd be okay with seeing win. And like, most of them voted Kelly out. <laughs> like, I know. I do like Drew. I do like Austin. I do like, I. the shocker of the century is how much I like Emily. Yeah. Because episode one, I could not stand Emily. I was ready for her to be first voted out. And now yeah. she's really, like, charmed me quite a bit over these last couple episodes
1: it was such a heel turn that it's like i don't know if it was like her anxiety taking over or something because in episode one it was like so harsh and so crazy and then now she's just like a normal person who we all like and it's like we i kind of want some of that spark back i want some of that like conniving like if she's just gonna like hang with austin and drew and then like they vote her out fifth or something i'm gonna be annoyed you know what i mean yeah she needs to no, make some fair. sort of move at some point. She's I'm very aware
0: of the game, but I here's something that kind of shocked me is that Bruce, knowing that he is safe. I feel like Bruce, the the man with the ego that thinks he's in charge of the place, isn't throwing out any names on who should be voted out. Right. Like he's sitting like large and in charge. I can't believe that he wasn't trying to get things put on Katora. Because him and Katora have had such a famous headbutt that, like, I would think, all right, this person's had it out for me since day one. I finally have immunity. I cannot be voted out. All you had to do was just put a seed of doubt in, like, two people. Literally tell Jake, vote for Katora, and I will give you my idol so that your single vote for Katora knocks her out.
1: Oh, my God, you're a genius. <laughs> I mean, other people would have voted for Kelly anyway, but like if they could have gotten some other people, if Bruce said to Reba, like, we need to get Katora out and Bruce is safe, they may have been like, all right, that sounds pretty yeah. good, actually. You know what I mean, like, That's it great. Just,
0: because like, let's be honest, I just don't think Katora is going to win.
1: I agree. I- and so. I wanted to talk about this one scene where it's like Mama J, Austin and Drew are trying to make Katora think she's coming up with a name for them to vote for. Right. And they and yeah. she says, I want Bruce and they're, they're doing such a bad job at, at making me like, you know what? We really trust you. We th- like you are, you earned like our, our trust. Like, why don't you throw out a name? It's like, they know she's going to fucking throw out Bruce. Like it right. just happens to align and then they go against her anyway. So like, the only reason I think Reba wouldn't have gone against Katora is because they think they may have her as a number, maybe, but not anymore. They do not have that anymore now that they voted Kelly out. I mean, yeah, they may have it because Reba's in charge and it's like anybody but me mentality on Bellow now, probably between, yeah, you know, Bruce, Jake, Katora and and Kendra.
0: It feels really weird that there's this much tribe loyalty, though, in a season where like this season's been messy. Yeah. <laughs> like like none of those tribes i mean maybe that's why they have so much tribe loyalty is none of them had to actually really do a tribal against their original group of people except for lulu like lulu just kept going to tribal dwindling down to the point that they had to reshuffle everybody Mm -hmm. after one week of reshuffle they merged them like it was just it was all a mess it was we should have done at least one or two more episodes with the reshuffle like fuck it make it a 15 or 16 episode season just to make sense of it it was all just very confusing
1: hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting to your
0: happy place for a happy price go to your happy
1: price, price line
0: I also hate the producer in me, like watching it I'm like "Uh, it's so frustrating that this is so specifically produced that you can tell that like they put in the votes he goes in there, counts the votes and then stacks them in whatever will be the most stretched out dramatic way Mm -hmm. (laughs) possible and it's shined so strong in this episode specifically where it's just like oh the the top three votes just happen to be the only votes <laughs> that they, were that he were going always that, does that he always shovels yeah. them
1: for dramatic effect but it's got to be a decision he makes live being like should i do a every other a kelly a jake a kelly a jake a kelly a jake and then it's three three and then all of a sudden they're kelly or do i say Oh, it looks like it's Jake. Oh, fuck it, Jake. And then it's like, oh, no, it's Kelly. Kelly, 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 Kelly. It is a decision you have to make live. And I think it all depends on is it. I'm sure he's watching every camera.
0: Yeah. He's sitting in the back, seeing what every conversation cameraman is are capturing and knows like what he's going to do, whatever it takes to get the reaction out of the people sitting by that fire Totally are going to give them. You and I, I tried really hard to be like, all right, not going to text Kathleen too much during this episode because we're going to talk about it live and then that that tribal i think neither one of us could help ourselves i know just like this is awful this is so upsetting
1: it went from celebrating bruce so like bruce losing his vote to being like oh no he won he won immunity fuck like yeah because we were celebrating so i were like yes it felt like where you said there was a conspiracy theory for bruce to win the immunity i was like i feel like Jeff purposely did a number where Bruce would ha- would lose his vote like I was like there's a conspiracy on the other side which is hilarious yeah. because what would have happened if there was like just like 15 prizes and everyone bid all their money and then Bruce had 80 bucks left he bid well, his and then it was like there is no no one loses their vote I yeah. guess
0: oh I'm confident that because rewatching, I'm like, Jeff doesn't even look at that stone. I bet that bag is just filled with stones that say 10. Totally. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, he just took 100%. out the stone, put it down, and then did his thing. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: Let's talk about the auction, because how fun was this auction? I know this is your first Survivor auction.
0: Amazing. Amazing.
1: Ecstatic. And I love watching people eat, so this is just like 10 out of 10. I mean, I love watching look, people eat. I love Survivor. eating
0: while watching people on Survivors. so this is. Was- like two worlds colliding
1: exactly Um, so but let's talk about just in general do you know like the lore behind the auction i don't
0: i mean obviously they give you a very quick like 30 second yeah clip show of highlights obviously bat soup is shown in both the clip show and brought up by emily just being like look we all know that the thing we don't want right now is bat soup like please don't let this be bat soup okay Um, so
1: the lore and why they took it away the auction the first auction I had seen was because season 20, because that was the first season I had watched and it was awesome. we kind of just thought this was a part of every season, but it's not. And then I recently watched Micronesia and that one had a really good one. So basically in the normal auctions, there was always an advantage at the end and the survivors caught on that there was going to be an advantage at the end. So basically everyone would just save their money and only bid for the last thing. So then it was like less fun because people weren't like bidding on, The food because they weren't paying nine hundred
0: dollars for a single milkshake exactly
1: so that's why like these are the three changes um one the money scramble normally jeff would just give them cash on like they would show up as the auction they'd all get the same amount of cash this one's a money scramble which was really fun i i really really liked that two no advantages meaning people weren't going to want to save their money just food and then the 15 items but only five guaranteed thing but the best part was that the most money loses their vote so i immediately was like Oh, fuck. Like D has like $900. Austin has like $700. But then it ended up working itself out and people were just bidding all their money on like a milkshake and stuff. But this was just so, 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 so fun. And I want to talk again about how annoying Bruce was just like nonchalantly running around, like walking around being like, It's like, that's fine.
0: I'll be all right. Do you think it was also now with you giving me that information, do you think that it was also just he was like, it doesn't matter how much money you have as long as you have something at the end to bid with for the for no, the advantage.
1: Because, because this is what it would be. It would be like everyone has five hundred dollars, you're bidding on food, and then you would need five hundred dollars in order to get the the idol. Oh anyone listening, if if I'm saying this wrong, please like ping us on Discord or Twitter or something. Yeah, so people were just saving all their cash because they knew they needed all the cash at the end. Like but you would risk not eating anything in order. But yeah, so Bad soup was uh specific specifically the one I saw was in Micronesia where James fucking like was like, I'll eat your bad soup. Someone got in. He was like, I'll eat the bad soup was just like ripping the heads all of these like
0: Yeah, yeah, was... I will we'll get into that. All right. So here's <laughs> here's the breakdown of the food. The first Let's person, Kendra, she gets beer and a bowl of some pretzels. Um I rate that a zero also, Yeah. Also, Kendra Getting all emotional and crying about how beer makes her think of her dad is I don't think it's as sweet as she
1: thinks it sounds. Didn't land. Did <laughs> no, not land for she's me. Telling
0: this really emotional story, and I'm just like, this is not working for me. No. Um, second, Kelly getting the thing that I absolutely would have bid all my money on, some French fries ketchup and a soda.
1: Okay, so you're rating that <laughs> as, as your top thing?
0: I think that, that would be my top thing.
1: Yeah. Wow. That is that is something. Okay, so those are three me, things that I like. <laughs> <laughs> beer and pretzels was like the last thing i would want why would i want just like a c- couple pretzels and a and a beer like that's just gonna make me all wonky like i need something yeah. else fries and a drink is pretty good i wouldn't have bet my whole money on that but the next one is I, mine is my number I, one
0: i'll tell you what i think is worse than the beer and pretzels in a second but okay so then it's a covered oh, one yeah emily blind bets on the like meat board with a glass of wine um, gorgeous
1: reaction i was so happy for um, her
0: No, and she does like a little, she twerks a little bit. She's so excited (laughs) to have the meat. This is the one that absolutely not a chocolate milkshake when you're on a tropical island out in the sun all day. D, are you insane?
1: Like, what are you thinking? At least it's, I think she was just like betting. She wanted to get all of her money out because she knew she had the most and she didn't want to lose her vote. And she knew some more covered things were coming. And this one was like, here's a milkshake. It wasn't covered. I think she was just like, fuck it. There's only five guaranteed. No way that I'm losing my vote over this. It's calories. I think the worst one, you're right. I'd rather have beer and pretzels over the candy. I don't want to jump the gun, but the candy is the worst one of, of all. Yeah. Of them.
0: Oh, for sure. Uh, then we get covered. Katora gets <laughs> fish eyes. Yeah. Giant fish eyes. Uh, she doesn't want them, so Austin bids 100 bucks to eat one, and it is disgusting.
1: <laughs> it, <laughs> it is, and we were laughing so hard at katora like, picks one up and starts, like, doing the, like, Krabby Patty, Spongebob, like, slow, yeah. te- like, when Squidward is, like, slowly trying a, a Krabby Patty, and she <laughs> picks the weirdest little part to try and bite. I'm like, why that part? Why are you biting yeah. the weird little slimy edge? Like, what the frick? So and then weird. Austin and... slurping it up. Oh, yeah. my God.
0: But then Drew also votes on a covered thing, which is a bowl of candy. Yeah. I do love when he's just like, he's like, well, you're not happy with this. He's like, well, I would be willing to make a trade with you, Jeff, if you uh, got something for me. He goes, I don't. <laughs> goes, yeah, okay, so
1: <laughs> Jeff does let them negotiate every once in a while. So I respected the ass, but I I respected even more that Jeff was like, nah, dog, you're out. Yeah,
0: Now yeah, enjoy your bowl of candy. Uh, Austin, fresh off of his uh, fish egg or fish yeah. eye, then goes in for a giant-ass slice of pizza. That was like a Lorenzo's slice of pizza. Yeah. It looked pretty good. It looked pretty good, I won't lie.
1: Yeah, that one's Um, good.
0: Mama J getting a toothbrush, toothpaste, and a mouthwash. Love it. Very confusing. Jake then gets a chocolate cake... And then immediately has Mama J eat the chocolate cake, ruining the freshly brushed teeth.
1: <laughs> he was just doing that to like, he he just wanted to smooth things over with Mama J. But there was a, in Micronesia, there was also a big cake where they got to share. And it's like iconic because Seri from traders is like in that season. And, And this one kid, Eric, like, goes and is like, I'll lick your fingers. Like, I'll lick your fingers. After, And he (laughs) like licks Cerise's fingers in the thing. It's so fucking funny. Micronesia is a great season if you want to watch it. I'll have to
0: check that out. I think at at some point I'm going to watch all of them, but it's going to be a while. And then Kelly gets a sandwich, some potatoes, and a margarita. And I'm glad that we end on this one because sandwich. Let's talk about The big thing here, Kelly's gone. Austin's revenge for a sandwich. The story is finished, but Kelly did get a sandwich instead of Austin. So I'm going to say that that's a win for Kelly.
1: Yeah, agreed. (laughs) And now Austin has two freaking idols.
0: Yeah. Oh, Austin's going to the final three. I think that there's zero chance that he doesn't make it to the final three at this point i hope
1: austin loses in fire i think julia had mentioned that before but now people are out i think julia's top three what or top four was like emily caleb austin and drew and then she wanted austin to lose in fire and then so it's Tulu losing. and but obviously caleb's gone now so that can't happen but it could still be those three and someone else but yeah it would be interesting i think that Strategy wise, I if I was on on the jury, and of course we know more than the jury knows because we're watching this TV show made specifically for us. But I would vote Drew over Austin. I think um, Drew is the oh, actual 100%. strategic mastermind. Whereas Austin, it's not even like Austin has like won any immunities or done anything. So like, is it's just interesting. Like they just like had a strong boy bond, and we're like we're bros, and we're gonna stick together. And they've just gotten lucky that no one's like thrown their name out once.
0: Yeah, I miss Brando, man. I like. <laughs>
1: you liked... I thought Brando was just like kind of like I'm sure he is a sweet kid, but they didn't give him an edit that made me feel like I knew him at all.
0: No, but he would have protected Kelly. If he...
1: <laughs> that's true, that he is true. He would have
0: protected Kelly hard. Yeah, I'm. I think that Austin, Drew, and Emily are kind of who I'm seeing making it to the final four. Still, yeah. who that fourth person is is up in the air. I think it's going to be D this is going to sound terrible. And I don't have any better way to say this, but like someone needs to knock D off of her high horse. I think that she really feels untouchable and that she's got this game in the bag. And I, I do think that she needs, even if she doesn't get voted out a tribal where her name comes up a lot because she's been really just like completely out of the line of fire. This almost this entire season. (laughs)
1: The gameplay for next episode needs to be either Jake or Bruce winning immunity and then playing an idol for someone. That's the only way we can like keep Bellow around is like one of a, a Bellow needs to win immunity and then play an idol to knock a Reba out. It's the only way because Reba has the numbers. Yeah. They yeah. have to do some like funky stuff because... I've seen some really good saves in tribal council history between like heroes, villains and all these like really excellent seasons. So we need someone to start like playing these fucking idols and like doing some strategy and cause it's, I... this is the first tribal that wasn't like by the book, like dog pile, like Jake no. was saying.
0: I feel like the season's basically over in my brain, right? Like we're not going to have a more incredible tribal moment than that shot in the dark with 11 votes to Caleb. Like, totally. There will never be a tribal this season that is better than that. And then I do think that one of the big fan favorite people with Kelly being kind of like picked out in a very quick, like, it is like two minutes before they go to tribal that they have Drew even throwing her name out there. I know. Just feels like a really like unceremonious, (laughs) like, send off to who is, I think, one of the big, I mean, you're more in the like, survivor bubble than i am but the vibe that i've been getting is like she is kind of the fan favorite of this season but for a lot of people it's not just me and you i think a lot of people liked kelly
1: in our draft which has like hundreds of people in it um from all over the country and stuff kelly was either the number one or the number two drafted for all those people who like read the bios even just by the bios kelly was either the number one or the number two i can't remember but I get that, too. Caleb was another big one. But Kelly was a lot of people's winner pick, which yeah. is just like, you know, beginning of the season, you pick your winner and then you kind of stick by them if you can. And, yeah, I don't really know. I have to gauge the room of who's left, who people loves, because I feel like it's been Emily. It's been Caleb. It's been Kelly. So, yeah, maybe it's I just still worry, Emily. I don't know.
0: I feel like they're getting the strongest players out almost too early. Well, and to it survivor. Makes- I know, but it makes me think of like... um, Do you remember when our friend Joe was on Weakest Link? Did you ever see that? When Joe Farron from Fright School was on Weakest Link? No! So he was on the Weakest Link, and he literally played a perfect game. Never got a single answer wrong. So of course he didn't get to go to final. Because the other two people voted against him as being the weakest link. And then you got this very lackluster final... Of, like, two idiots who didn't know any of the answers. Right.
1: (laughs) Like, No, I did not know that.
0: And I just feel like, is this season of Survivor specifically going to turn into that where it's, like, we've already cleared out so many of the strong players so early that these next, like, four or five episodes are going to just feel like they drag ass with, like, these mediocre players.
1: I think the, like, the consensus of the Survivor world is that, like, back in the day, you used to have these, like, roots and like savage people everyone's playing like so PC now they're like going for the experience and everyone like loves each other and like back in the day people fucking hated each other and these are all like nerds like sweet nerds yeah back in the day they would cast like people that would really be at odds like Picture Bruce, but like a bunch of them. I think that with all the changes, people think like these new survivor seasons are soft. Everyone always gets the strong players out for as soon as anyone has any sort of opinion on strategy, they're like, they're too strong, get them out. They're too smart, yeah. get them out. And so that's just how it goes these days. But, um you know, I could give, I have to like watch the next episode and then I'll be able to get behind like someone new. I've always been behind Emily. I think Emily would be a great winner pick, great redemption. Yeah. She just needs to pick it up and do something on her own. I mean, honestly, her betraying the Girls' Alliance immediately and going to Drew was kind of a move. That was her saying, like, It was a bit of I'm... a move,
0: but she's been a loyal person from day one. Yeah. Like, the Caleb playing the shot in the dark only happened because she had such a genuine connection.
1: alliance and
0: connection yeah. with him that she just stopped him and said, hey, they're all coming for you. Yeah. Like, there's you don't have time to fix this. It's happening. Like, if you've got anything to play, play it tonight. Yeah. And then, like, just kept walking. You know what I mean? Like she cares. I think that more than most people, she actually does care about the alliances that she has. I think that she cares about drew. I think that she cares about Austin and she cared about Caleb. I don't think she built up a relationship with Kelly. I don't think that she has a relationship with say Bruce or Jake. So like they are easy targets to just say, all right, fine. If you want me to take out Kelly instead of Jake, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) like They're one in the same in her brain. Exactly. Um, So
1: but for a while, if the Bruce thing didn't happen, Bruce would have went home. It was almost like oh, really it's smart, thousand percent. Because the <laughs> Reba Bello or boys versus girls would have worked out really well for Reba because the two people on the chopping block were Jake and Bruce. So the girls alliance could have stayed like, oh, we're a girls alliance. We're knocking off boys while still staying true to the Reba boys. You know what I mean? Like the Reba girls could have stayed true to the Reba boys by voting out Bruce and Jake while still staying true to the girls alliance. But then. Emily just like threw it under the bus immediately by B. Be- I wonder if D and Mama J would have told the boys that there was a girls alliance. I really wonder if Emily didn't drop that bomb, if they would have been like, listen, there's a girls alliance, or just kept that in their back pocket, voted the bellow boys out one by one. And then, ha- and then it would have came to a head because it's like all girls and the Reba boys.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's a good point. It is hard to say one way or the other on that. It is going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I just, you know, I'm sad. I'm sad and I'm hurt for the person who I who I was really backing with uh, all of my energy, heart, and soul.
1: I know it's it's a bummer. (laughs) It's a bummer because that came out of nowhere. Like if all like when Caleb went home, who I really liked, I was like, yeah, that was a long time coming. You know what I mean? But this was a true blind side even for us.
0: Yeah, they've been gunning for Caleb for like yeah five episodes up until that point. So like. So you knew it was going to happen. I there was never even a sign once that there was even the tiniest target on Kelly. So that's why. And I guess that's why Drew figured out like, oh, this is going to be a perfect blindside because like no one, no one's thinking of her. Yeah. Even like a Mama J or D or any of them. I mean, they could have gone for D.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They wouldn't go for D. D's like a strong number for them.
0: Yeah. Fair
1: yeah so i mean i'm excited to see what happens next episode especially because jeff motherfucker is taking away three people's votes it's like why are you now you're one of these
0: people you watch those uh you you watch like the post show you don't i'm an i'm a non-preview guy i only it's so funny i muted my television when that came on Because I wanted to see who voted for who, right? And then I unmuted. It was like I don't want to know. Like I love not having any clue what's going to happen. I accept that it will be spoiled for me because I listen to your show, and you always talk about it at the end. Yeah, you know, my girlfriend sent me the trailer for Ghost, the new Ghostbusters movie, and I'm like, thank you for sending me this. I'm not going to watch it because, like, I'm already going to see this movie. (laughs) I don't need to. I don't need to know anything about it.
1: (laughs) Did you watch um, Murder at the End of the World? Yet, I did not. Uh, You should because you liked the OA, right? You watched the OA or you didn't love the OA, yeah, Yeah. right. So it's the same people, it's Britt and Zal who did um, Murder at the End of the World. And Brian from Bingetown famously does not watch previews ever. Like every Yellow Jackets episode, he's like, I didn't watch, don't talk about it, I don't want to hear about it. For this, me, Luke, and him all separately without talking to each other, we're like, we didn't watch the trailer. We're just like going with our gut and trusting Brit and Zhao because we loved the OA so much. So I get yeah. it. I get not watching the previews more and more because I'm like, I don't want them to spoil anything. I want to go in blind. I That's want it to rock my world.
0: 100%. It's just, you don't need to know. You don't like, I just think about the amount of times that I've seen the horror movie, you know, like say you're watching Scream and a character's being chased, but you know from seeing the trailer a thousand times that there's other scenes In the trailer that you haven't seen yet, like the tension of are they going to get it right now is immediately cut in half because you're like, Mm -hmm. well, they have to make it to another scene because I've seen other clips in the trailer. So I just within reason, it's not like I go to the movies and I just like cover my eyes and my ears while the trailers are playing. But I get it. I don't seek it out. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Like if it happens, it happens.
1: (laughs) Well, Guess what? I'm spoiling you for two things. One. Okay. Jeff, just like in an immunity challenge or something, all we hear is them saying like three of you will not have your vote. I'm like, stop taking people's votes. It's their only currency in this game. And you're taking it the fuck away,
0: especially this late in the game. You can do that when there's like 20 people still on like, There's like what seven people left.
1: I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of excellent because maybe if a few Reba's lose their vote, then something will go in the opposite direction. And I think, and I'm sure that that's what he's
0: trying to force the hand of, but yeah,
1: yeah. And then, two, is there's a scene where and we were all cracking up. Austin is like, I can't vote out D man, I like talking to her so much, and like he's just like talking, we're like does Austin have a gigantic crush on D what the fuck is going on? Cause, and I'm like, where is this even coming from? Is someone throwing D's name out? Because she's like, you know, I, I mean, she is one of the like top dogs now I'd say, but it's so funny. We were like, wait a second, where did this love story come from? And I can't wait. Kiss yeah. each other. Well,
0: that's because you and I've talked about this too. Obviously last season for me, half the season, I was just like, tell me more about Fran. Tell me more about yeah. Fran and Matthew. Like yeah. I just like
1: sucker for. Are love. they gonna
0: kiss? Yeah, I just want them to kiss. Are they gonna kiss? Yeah. Will if... they get married? Will they have babies? Like <laughs> they might.
1: They're still going strong.
0: <laughs> yeah, obviously. I've never seen such chemistry in my entire I life. Know. I've watched every season of Love Is Blind, and those two had more chemistry than any dating reality show I've ever seen.
1: If Drew and Austin aren't gonna kiss, then Austin can kiss D. That's fine by me. But...
0: I think I'd rather watch Drew and Austin kiss Well, me too, 100%. Oh, my That's God. If one, one of them gets voted out and the other one just lays a big smooch on them as a goodbye. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> That's that would be my dream. I would I would drop dead immediately. I would
0: have li- if that happened, I was completely wrong about the Caleb tribal being the highlight of the tribal. Right. Season.
1: Well, we can cross our fingers. We really uh, here's can. Here's
0: hoping, hoping and praying.
1: All right. Any last thoughts on this episode that we missed? I think we covered a lot of the good stuff. I
0: I think we got all of it. And just, Hey, I love that you guys are doing this. Yeah. Like I love all the binge down stuff, but this has like absolutely on like Friday or Saturday when I check my phone and I see that the new survivor episode is downloaded, I'll even stop whatever podcast I'm currently listening to, (laughs) to listen to you and Julie's cover coverage of all of it. So like, keep it up. It makes me so happy. And I, I, I love it. And I don't want to listen to other people's Survivor podcasts. I want to listen to you, too. So uh, (laughs) I hope that this continues into season 46 and 47 and 59 and 786. Like, they're just going to make these until we're all dead in the ground. I can't
1: imagine it ever gets canceled. That would be insane.
0: No, exactly. such an
1: institution. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And you plug your go plug yourself because you know oh, you know fine. I can't plug you. There's so many and they're all so uh, good.
0: Geekscape.net. That's where all the podcasts live. But uh, One Hit Thunder, if you are a fan of knowing the history of One Hit Wonders, Weird Algorithm, if you're a fan of Weird Al Yankovic, uh, the old episodes of my favorite episode of still great. Go check those out. Here, just a yeah. lot of Kathleen, me, and my sister Julie. Uh, horror Movie Night, if you're a horror fan. Uh Christmas 365 because we're on this Christmas holiday. Hell yeah. Uh it's an all year round Christmas podcast I do with my buddy Dylan. Um, those are the big ones. Oh, and I mentioned Joe Farron, who was a regular on my favorite episode of him and I are watching all of the OC at the White People Problems feed. Um, <laughs> and you know, maybe if we keep doing that after the OC, you'll hear Kathleen on uh on the next TV show we tackle a little bit more. Yeah. But we'll Where, see. We'll see.
1: You're in season two <laughs> for the OC, right?
0: We're just about done season two. Yeah, we got three episodes left of season two. So apparently it's supposed to get really great after this. (laughs)
1: Mm. So Alex and I got through three and I was like, I have to quit this show. I think (laughs) we're going to watch four eventually. But I was like, not for months and months. Three was such a pain to get through. Two was so good.
0: My friend Matt loves season four. And he's the only person we've ever met who loves season four. So he literally might be on like almost every one of those episodes because he's just like be. he literally said like season three, is so depressing and yes. slow and boring. And he's like in season four is dumb. But like after everything I sat through in three, I just need it dumb. And yeah. like that's why he likes season four so much. So I don't know. We'll see. Season two is great, except for I just everything that they do with Sandy and Kirsten in season two is very oh, frustrating oh yeah it's so dumb it's like I'm not buying that you're ever gonna break this couple up they're like the best power couple ever in television history like why are we doing 20 episodes of like are they gonna cheat on each other who knows maybe stay tuned
1: Jesus <laughs> like... Christ you you're reading my mind and my thoughts exactly like Kiki and Sandy are the best like we're alex had seen it before i had never seen it she loved it back in the day but like even her she's like it's so crazy rewatching this as an adult and being like sandy and kiki sandy and kiki like instead of being like oh ryan marissa it's like all about sandy and kiki and the adults are
0: the best part easily but well thank you for giving me the opportunity to plug away
1: yes you got it and um so that's the episode go check out matt's and um plug your socials really quick at st mort
0: oh at st mort on basically everything uh mostly instagram and threads that's where i tend to hang
1: nice all right well that's the episode thank you for joining us that we we uh knew you were coming on at least once or twice for this season because we needed the reality show king on here um so i'm glad you got to go but this was a really fun episode and it was it hit uh close to home with you because kelly was your girl so it just it happened to work out perfectly um because we figured out that you were coming on before the episode aired, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Yes. You texted me like two yes. or three days ago. And then I yeah. was just like, I am very glad that this is the episode I'm talking about. Totally. Eulogize my my lost love. Right. She could have right. been Kelly Kelly, damn
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So <laughs> that's too good. Okay. So we only have like five episodes left in this season. It's a 13 episode season. And, the, and we're on episode nine next week. So we'll be back. We'll be chitting. We'll be chatting. Come come hang out with us on Discord and we are Binchan TV and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.